a podcast to honor the gods. This better come with a sacrifice. Deus Ex Media. I'm Christina Kahn. And I'm Leela Hilton. And this is Burn Before Reading. The podcast about shitterature. We're here to examine the terrible writing we did when we were younger. And talk about other cringy literary topics along the way. I'm so excited to be here, Leela, on the first episode of Burn the Floor Reading. Yeah, hell yeah, girl. In the next episode, we also say it's the first episode. <laughs> so this is like the pre-episode. <laughs> what is the cringiest thing that has happened to you this week? I believe the cringiest thing that's happened to me this week was when I showed up to a clothing swap event. <laughs> um... Four hours early without checking the time first. A mere four hours early. Um, It was at my house. (laughs) I I claim ownership over some of this cringe. (laughs) Well, you said I'm on my way. And I was there with like my tits out and like my bangs up in my roller, like brushing my teeth. And I was like, oh, that it starts at four, and then you never answered, and I was like, "So Sean Leela's on her way over." <laughs> In my defense, it usually starts at twelve. I swear that might be right. I like to start it at four, so then by the time it's over, whoever wants to stay for movie night, it's just movie night now. You know what I mean? Yeah, I did like that better. Christina, what is the cringiest thing that's happened to you this week? I. Failed to give a 30-day termination notice on my personal training contract, so now I get to spend another $300 for an additional month of personal training that I didn't really want. Oh, shit. I know. It sucks, but I made a big fuss, and it doesn't seem... it. Usually a big fuss <laughs> can answer problems, uh, but this time it does not seem like that will work, so... God. Um, but damn it, I tried... <laughs> Those contracts, those gym contracts are really fucking intense, man. I was like on the phone with this poor lady and I was like, I was like, no industry outside of gyms would ever dare write a contract like this. It's absolutely nonsense that I sign a three month contract that doesn't automatically terminate after contract after three months. And I know that gyms just love to take money from people. And I'm, I'm still working on a thesis about that. I think it has something to do with getting people when they're vulnerable. But that's not your problem. I know you just work there. <laughs> so it's cool. I mean, there's worse things to be forced to spend money on than my own fitness. Yeah. I just have been feeling like I have learned everything that I wanted to learn yeah. from my trainer. And I would like to see how I do on my own. Yeah, independently, freely, you might even you might even say. <laughs> Perhaps the cringiest part of this is that I texted my trainer and I was like, hey, do you know this lady's boss? Because I need to email him. And he just has not answered. Yeah, he's like, hands <laughs> off. Uh, maybe, I'm not touching Maybe this. she forgot I work there. <laughs> Give me her boss's name. Because she, well, whatever. It doesn't matter. She's like, I, I, there's nothing I can do. And I'm like, I know there's someone with the authority to terminate this contract. I know you can. <laughs> Come on. 
He's like, no, I don't have that much authority. <laughs> it's like, you're the director, the fitness director. Anyway, um, remember when we were talking about how we need to keep the cringy things short, mm-hmm, but that's mm-hmm. fine. This story had details in yeah. it. And uh, I'll report back about how the training is going. Okay, good. The listeners need to know. <laughs> <laughs> we had a trailer drop last week, and the trailer kind of said it all. But for those who wish we would say a little bit more... <laughs> Lila, what is Burn Before Reading? Burn Before Reading is uh, a podcast about the shitty literature, shit lit, if you will. Um, shit lit. I like that it has the same ring as chick lit. Me too. Yeah, I, shit lit. It makes me happy. It's often the same. <laughs> Unfortunately, yes. It's the same literature. <laughs> same type of vibes. Um, we're talking about your journal that you decorated lovingly and wrote poetry that you swore was like so meaningful and deep we're talking you're about- like i'll never let anyone see this no never <laughs> guess but what now you're bringing it on a podcast <laughs> knock knock bitch we're at the door it's about uh you know songs that you may have written as a youth um that you felt to the depth of your very soul that are actually just quite silly um and just kind of just kind of reckoning with that part of yourself in the past and recognizing that that's just a small part of you and seeing the growth that's happened. Yeah. Yes. I love that you mentioned the growth because I think it this I think that the concept of this podcast and the fact that so far it's working, <laughs> we're having a great time so far <laughs> is like a testament to how much like perspective and time changes everything. Like you're always people are always telling you and you're always trying to tell yourself whatever shitty thing is happening, like with time, it will feel less, you know, it, you'll, you'll laugh about this someday. But in the moment, it's like so hard to get away from that. But the fact that like, I mean, we have a like a set list of some of the cringiest shit, Layla, like you and I both have so much of our own writing. And the fact that we're like, yeah, let's align our personal brand with this. <laughs> It just really goes to show that time, with time, you will laugh about this thing. (laughs) Yeah. And at the moment, you know, like, grownups would tell you, like, the same type of stuff. You'll laugh about this, uh, this five years later, about this terrible breakup. And, you know, at the time, you were like, oh, my God, shut up, Mom. This is poignant and visceral, and I'm feeling it now. But (laughs) now you look back at it, and you're like, oh, (laughs) That was not the worst thing that could have ever happened to me in retrospect. Well, every poem escalates how bad the thing, <laughs> how bad the thing was. Yeah, that's true. It's you, no one likes like a boring poem. Well, that's why I have a lot of poems that I wrote about certain partners, especially from high school. But my lat, like Sean, and then my. My boyfriend that I dated before Sean were both like extremely healthy, extremely wonderful, mutually respectful relationships. And I don't have poetry about those people because I was just living my life. Yeah, I don't have a lot of songs about Jason because I really had very few qualms with the man. I mean, it's hard to write a song about your biggest qualm with your partner being that he's a picky eater. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like, <laughs> I'm sure there's a song about that. So, Leela, don't forget, this is a new podcast. Some of you may know us from other places in podcast land, but 
For those who are just picking this show up new, um, you got to tell people, who's Jason? Is he your favorite cat? Um, Jason is my favorite cat, but he's also a human, and he is my husband. I am married to a man and not a cat, just to clarify <laughs> for the <laughs> listeners. I think that my husband is also quite cattish. Yeah. There's a lot of uh, a lot of overlap in, the, in their Venn diagrams, uh, for sure. That's true. And who's your husband, Tina? Oh, my husband. <laughs> we're, ta- we're talking about men too early in Husbands. the show, and I, I understand that I brought it up. Um, I'm married to a guy named Sean. The fact that he's a guy is a total accident. Leela and I are both late stage bisexuals. Uh, like late, bl- not late stage. That sounds like we're dying. <laughs> late, late blooming bisexuals. So we're both... <laughs> Uh, just like, oh, yeah, I married to a guy, but don't hold that against me. He's a pretty nice one. <laughs> They're both really nice boys. I think also another, like, bisexual, like, thing that I've heard that we both have kind of, like, been through is, like, I, like, typically don't think, I don't typically find men hot until my girlfriends, like, point out that they're hot. And then I'm like. Were we talking about this the other day? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. And then I'm like, oh, yeah. And I told that to Jason and he was like, "Hun, that's just like the most bisexual thing you've ever said. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, no, I-, I can beat it probably. But yeah. I remember meeting Sean and perceiving that I was being flirted to <laughs> and being like, I'll flirt back. I'm not one to like not reciprocate that <laughs> unless it's a uh, code red. And then afterwards, I was like, "Are is this guy cute? And my friends were like, yeah, he's pretty cute. And I was like, heard. <laughs> <laughs> this one's mine. <laughs> oh yeah, my friends described him as hot Jason when we. He's really cute. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I just didn't. You know, I just didn't notice. <laughs> I just didn't notice. We were at an eight a.m. music theory class together. I was barely uh, alive. That's not a good time to yeah be <laughs> noticing romantic prospects. No, and the the professor insisted on calling everyone by their last names when he took role attendance every Mrs. single day. Mrs. Bennett? No, Miss uh, Hyman is what he said. Oh, I mean, we, oh, <laughs> I was making a Jane Austen joke. I wasn't thinking about how that would have affected you. Leela, you don't have to be telling the people your maiden name on the first episode. Yeah. You gotta drop a bombshell like that for later. Let it build up some tension. Uh, uh, my grandmother, you may not know that. No, actually my great grandmother. I don't think I've told you this story. Her name was Mildred H. Berkowitz, mm-hmm. and the H, none of us ever knew what it stood for. None of us. And so maybe it's Hyman, which is also my grandpa's first name, but they're not. He married her daughter. It's very, it's that's too many family members, <laughs> but <laughs> you could just hit him with the H. <laughs> hit him with the H. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, man. Oh, God. Where do we go from here? Do you want to move on to the demonstration portion of our show? Yeah, let's do it. So Leela and I thought it would be fun to, I mean, like, to be clear, I have enough content to single-handed, like, like writing that to to bring on the show to roast, to single-handedly run this podcast for probably at least, like, five years, maybe ten. Like, I really have so much of my own writing. And I'm going to bring it all on this show. But there's a couple pieces that are way too short to fill a whole episode. Um, Leela, what what kind of writing do you have? Um, t- in general or today? Um, in general. Uh, so most of my writing is in the form of songs since I was in various bands. Oh, yeah. 
all throughout middle and high school and a little bit college. Do you have like a lot of music? Yeah, I have a good amount of music. I don't have the amount of poetry and that you have in your multiple well, binders. It's actually, but well, that it, no, I I'm a little too much. I actually <laughs> think that's great. Like, I think it's going to be so fun to have songs on the pod, especially <laughs> your songs. You're so cute. With your music. And um, I think that it's going to be like, if we had all poetry, that's too much. So now we have a balance. And people will be bringing other stuff on the show, too. We're going to have books. We're going to, you know, not whole books, but selections. (laughs) We're going to have, I don't know, maybe any other thing besides a poem or a song. Articles. Articles. Thank (laughs) you. Maybe some blog posts. Maybe some... Uh, so like stream of consciousness. I have a lot Ooh. of stuff from my creative writing classes that were like crazy, like not just like sh- a lot of. I think we called them Mad Men. Oh, so like stream of consciousness. Okay, so we brought some some of our shorter pieces to share as like just little examples today. So I'm gonna pull up the first one. You want to do mine first? Yeah, let's do you first. Should I pause between every line, <laughs> the way that I wrote it? I think I have to. Uh, okay. I'll speak in a little staccato. Oh, gosh. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to sound like, is it William Shatner who talks like that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This one's called Words. Okay. Words <laughs> hate me. Can't. No, I'm going to. It's, it's not, not going to It's losing work. meaning. <laughs> I, every single one of these words is on a new line. Yeah. Words hate me. Can't remember. Can't forget the words I hold so dear to me. They run away like I'm some freak to avoid, some monster to fear. I won't hurt them. I'll just make them my own. Please, I need them. Help me find them. (laughs) Okay. Beautiful. So what vibe are you picking up from this piece, Leela? Like, what's your first instinct? Um, let's see. First instinct is like, I guess maybe you're, are you writing about like a writer's block, perhaps? I I think that's correct. Okay. I think that I probably had an open document, which is the worst enemy of writer's block. <laughs> and I think I probably was just like, wrote this down because I couldn't think of what to write. And then I was like, this is genius. <laughs> <laughs> this is was probably in high school. I actually have no memory of this. It's insignificant. I probably wrote it when I was 14, 15, 16, which would have been like 2005, 2006, 2007. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So real artful stuff. You can see why we didn't do a whole episode. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's, ve- it's really dramatic. I do like the drama. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like I'm some freak. <laughs> I felt very alienated as a child at all times <laughs> in a way that is very funny because I th- I'm kind of normal <laughs> and I definitely grew up around people who were like me. Um, but I just was like, you guys all hate me. <laughs> well, I think the urge to like maybe just a lot because of like media and books we were reading at the time, but just like the urge to kind of like be the black sheep was like yeah. really strong, weirdly, you know? It's like, yeah, I, you guys just don't understand me because you're so you're just like normal. And like, I'm like a freak, like a weirdo. I think that an important part of growing up and gaining perspective is being like. 
I don't like no one really understands each other. Like we all just have to like get along anyway, you know. So like maybe get over yourself. <laughs> yeah. Just get over yourself. We definitely are going to see I think a running theme of that sort of like childhood narcissism. We were talking with our friend Courtney about that today who's going to be on a future ep. Um just the way that you write like you're having such a profound unique experience when in reality like there's basically no unique experiences kind of not even if you get into reading science fiction and fantasy it's like oh i've seen this before yeah tropes be tropin um hmm, let's see what else in this <laughs> what else well we could do yours i think that that's a good example okay if, Im- imagine that listeners but times 20 <laughs> how long do you think this visually is like if you just had it in normal lines it's exactly one page in one like one line spacing, <laughs> twelve point times New Roman in a Word document. Exactly one page, and I'm sure that I did that very on purpose. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, and I wonder why I also put them like l- each word on its own line. That's very silly. It's hard to read. It is hard to read. Maybe like if you think if we're really analyzing it seriously, you could say it kind of looks. And feels like frenetic, like the words are falling down, like oh, yeah. like a downward spiral, if you will. Oh my god, I'm spiraling. Whoa, not like other girls. Okay. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> kidding. But for real. <laughs> okay, Leela's turn. All right. I think it's gonna be actually like similar vibes. Okay. Everyone has blue or brown eyes. They are all special in their own similar ways but i have green eyes i'm an unconventional surprise they look at me and think i'm just another brown-eyed girl but then i turn around and no blue sky and no dark mountain do they find in my summer eyes i have green eyes (laughs) and when the weather's bright they look yellow as the sun and when i'm crying they are like a field of grass before you mow the lawn and i thought and prided myself upon the fact that green eyes do, in fact, why, why do you say that twice? Come very rarely. Nobody knows how great it is to get to listen to the rainfall and know that within your eyes is a sunny green meadow. But then I met you, and you made me laugh until I caught your gaze, and I was amazed at eyes, <laughs> at eyes so green and wild. I got lost in that maze, was lost for days. And I wouldn't think it so uncommon that you might think that I would be upset at finding I'm not so unique, but that isn't so. I'm the only girl I know who has in common with her man, a sparkling emerald piece of her soul. This document is three pages and I was like, oh, and I scrolled down, but the third page is empty. I'm glad it's over. It's blank. It's it's over. Don't worry. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Wow. Okay. This is really poignant. So you think you're really special. (laughs) So you agree. (laughs) Oh, man. The the funny thing is it says everyone has blue or brown eyes, but I have gray eyes. So (laughs) a little bit of a generalization. Uh, I think that's. Does anyone in the world at all have like natural lavender or like purple eyes? Yeah, I did. I knew somebody. They're really usually like when people have natural purple eyes, they're like really dark, though, and hard to see. But I knew a girl in my high school who had lavender eyes. 
So the her eyes are more like a plum color, yeah. like dark. Dark, oh, dark. Oh, yeah. that's cool. Yeah. So this poem maybe doesn't encompass everybody. It's not very inclusive <laughs> at all. Um, also, like, brown eyes are beautiful. I, I really don't like this rhetoric of I'm just another brown-eyed girl. No, no, no. Brown eyes are special, too. I don't like that rhetoric. It's not very nice. Most of the world has brown eyes, actually. So rhetoric? Rhetoric? Rhetoric. Okay. Rhetoric. Rhetoric. What did I say? <clears throat> Clitoris. <laughs> Damn, how do I keep getting those cookies? R- rhetoric. <laughs> um, no, other people pronounce it that way, too, so I think it's probably pretty divisive, Leila, but I just had to fact check it. I'll get a loud take for the listeners. <laughs> okay. Rhetoric. Let's see what the British pronunciation Ooh. does. Rhetoric. Okay, it's the same. Rhetoric. <laughs> you, so you weren't being fancy. <laughs> no, I was just wrong. Oh, this is such a cute little poem. Like, <laughs> I have green eyes, an unconventional su- su- surprise. <laughs> um, where are some other good? Ra- <laughs> the double, in fact, is very funny. I don't know why I said it twice. And you made me laugh until I caught your gaze, and I was amazed at eyes so green and wild. I got lost in that maze. Was lost for days. I don't know. Those are all. Those are all of the words that rhyme with gaze. It's true. You don't have any left. You got bingo. It gets like a little bit like Doctor Susie at some point in here because it's like <laughs> it loses all meaning. Yeah, at first, it doesn't we, rhyme at all, and then it like rhymes r- too much. <laughs> We're just, like, desperate for an illustration to ground us in whatever's happening here. Uh, And I guess I had a boyfriend who also had green eyes at this point. (laughs) (laughs) It reminds me of that Postal Service song that's like... You know what I'm talking about? Maybe. I used to listen to Postal Service around this time. Um, you know the lyric. And I used to date a guy where we did have like freckles slash moles on our face that were perfectly aligned and it we thought it was the cutest. It is pretty like, cute. Match. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, okay, cool. No, this is great. Okay. Um I'm trying to find, <laughs> I'm trying to find I'm not so unique, but that isn't so <laughs> What's that part where I say something about mowed grass? That's like, what is it? Yeah. Um, when I'm crying, they are like a field of grass before you mow the lawn. <laughs> Beautiful. Okay, a couple of things. A couple of things. <laughs> a lawn isn't a field. Uh, maybe there's some overlap there, but definitely not 100% overlap. <laughs> also... Aren't they still, aren't there, isn't the grass still green after you mow? Yeah. <laughs> Am I getting this wrong? I've never toiled a day in my life, so it's, it's, it's possible that I just didn't know. Um, no, that's wrong. I don't know why. That whole paragraph stanza, whatever, is, it might be the, the funniest one in it, because that's the one where I say, and I... And I thought and I prided myself upon the fact that green eyes do, in fact, come very rarely. That's Come very rarely. <laughs> upon the fact that I green eyes do, in fact, you're like, crushed it. Those lines <laughs> rhyme. <laughs> 
<laughs> I think this was like, I don't even, I think I'm like embarrassed to say how old I was when I wrote this. Like, I, I'm pretty sure I was a senior in high school. You it's know, pretty old. <laughs> it's all right. I wrote some shitty stuff <laughs> at a similar age. You know where I found this? I found this in my Gmail, and I, I found that I had forwarded it to my mom. And I don't <laughs> I don't see that she replied. <laughs> Which is, She probably called you about it to be like, that's amazing. She probably did, honestly. I mean, if she did, she was lying. She, yeah. Honestly, you it's like a trick. It's <laughs> like, if I call her to tell her how much I liked it, she'll never know that I didn't read it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. She's like, wow, I love your beautiful green eyes. This is great. <laughs> My friends love to send me poetry that they wrote, which uh, it, I guess it needs to be stated now on this podcast. I hate poetry. Yeah. I really hate poetry. So if you wrote a poem and you're like, this is pretty good. No, don't send it to me. I'm not going to. I have nothing for you. I'm not going to tell you it's good. <laughs> but if you send me your bad poetry, yes, that we can talk on the same page about. Yeah. But like if you want Tina to be nice to you about your poetry, then like perhaps find another, a different friend to send it to. Submit it to Wildling Press and I'll send it to the appropriate <laughs> acquisitions editor who is Mary Payton. <laughs> yeah. She can appreciate po- poetry. Yeah, guys, I, ha- I have an independent book publishing company if you don't know me if this is your first time ever hearing about my life in podland yeah wilding press you should check it out got some cool books just came out a couple more cool books coming out next year maybe my own book it's not plugs yet i just got diverted to wildling if you're smooth about it anytime you can plugs can (laughs) be anywhere you know secret plugs secret (laughs) plugs Leela, thank you so much for bringing I Have Green Eyes to me, which is the name of this document. Is this the name of the poem or is that just the name of the document? I think I guess it's I think it's the name of the poem. It's not ca- it's all lowercase. I have green eyes dot doc. <laughs> <laughs> you know, what's like really funny. My eyes what? are like definitely like technically hazel. <laughs> Well, you said, um, wait, hold on. You said when the weather's bright, they look yellow in the sun. It's true. They, they're, I have, they're, if anyone's interested, they're yellowish brown, like light, light yellow brown with a very green ring around them. So picture Mm -hmm, it. mm -hmm. (laughs) Picture it. My old boyfriend, Joey, had hazel eyes and the outside was green and then the inside looked like a sunflower and... To this day, it's the most beautiful thing I've ever seen in my life. He does <laughs> most have beautiful eyes. very lovely eyes. Yeah. Anyway, get ready for more ex-boyfriend talk <laughs> on Burn Before Reading coming up on the show. Whoa. And maybe some gay stuff. We'll see. There's, I mean, there's gay stuff. <laughs> we're also going to talk about, I don't think we mentioned this earlier, but we're, we're also going to talk about like other related cringy topics. Okay, when I say cringy literature, Layla, what's the first book that comes into your head? Oh, Fifty Shades of Grey. Yes, we're going to cover it. Colleen Hoover? Yes, we're going to cover it. Uh, okay, specific like these book, these like Christian rom-com books that I used to, what's that? Not <gasps> rom-com, this like Christian chiclet books that I used to oh, read. Maybe not okay. those ones. Well, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> we'll, we'll see how we feel. Some fucking Twilight, perhaps? Yeah, definitely Twilight. 
Um, also stuff like I really want to talk about the Library of Alexandria. I find that to be extremely cringy literary happenstance. I would like to know why. So we'll, we'll get into that another time. Yeah, and I talked to our friend Taylor, and she doesn't have any writing, but she was like, I'll come on for history. Hell and yeah. I was like, let's talk about the Library of Alexandria, because I feel like she'll get as mad as we will. Okay. What? I don't know what, like, how did history get there? Anyway. <laughs> um, We're going to be covering a lot of fun stuff. We're going to talk about fanfic some, which, considering that I've dabbled in some fandoms in my life, I really don't know much about fanfic, honestly. I don't have a lot of experience with it. We're gonna experience it. Yeah, I don't have a lot of fanfic experience either, but we're gonna bring somebody on who has uh, plenty of, or even just a little bit of fanfic experience, and they'll be our our, uh, our tour guide through all of that. Hell yeah. Um, Leela, do you have anything left to say about, like, Burn Before Reading or, or like, what's coming up this season? Is there anything that we failed to tell the listeners? I don't believe so. Um, if you keep listening, you're gonna hopefully find something that you like. Um, and by like, I mean, like, love to hate. That's sort of the genre we're going for here. Um, for my birthday episode or some kind of big episode, I believe I'm going to, um, I'm going to save my biggest hit in quotations. Okay. Which is also per- my, I'm, it's, is the song I'm most embarrassed about and always has been, but it was our, my biggest okay. hit. So I always had to sing it. Oh my God. And, um, and so that'll be really exciting. So stay tuned for that. I'm going to build it up a lot because there's also, if I can find it, a music video that will go along with it. Um, oh, <laughs> oh yes. That's exactly right. <laughs> so, um, if you want to see like, just like a super awkward 13 year old, you know, trying to dance expressionless, then, you know, <laughs> just you, just you wait. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. I'm really excited about that. Listeners, if you have liked everything we've said, if you're like, yeah, that sounds like a podcast I'd like to try out for another couple more episodes, what you can do is subscribe. You know how podcasts work, uh, probably. If this is the first podcast you're ever listening to, that's crazy. Go check out Hello from the Magic Tavern first. Let that let that be your introduction <laughs> and then come back here. Um, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe listen to us first. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> sure. Leave us a five-star review. Maybe, I mean, if you liked this episode, then 100% of the episodes so far have been great. So you can drop us a five-star review. Tell the people what you think. Share this podcast with someone that you think would like it because that's how most podcasts learning about happens is via word of mouth, which is really cool. Uh, that we still talk to each other. So tell someone, hey, listen to Burn Before Reading. Yeah. And if you leave us a five-star review with words in it, then uh, then we may you may f- find your username read aloud on the episode with your review. We'll see. Hell yeah. We'll see how that goes. Okay. I, I love yeah. that. I love everything about that. Um, yeah. We'll, we'll read the good ones. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or like the really funny bad ones. You can follow us on Instagram at Burn Before Pod. You can follow us on Tumblr at Burn Before Pod. And you can email us, burnbeforepod at gmail.com. Let us know what you think of this. Well, we haven't even really started yet, but I guess just let us know what you think. Um, tell us if you have any cringy literary topics, like those side topics we were talking about that we might want to cover, or like any kind of really cringy literature out there, like 
Fogon poetry. I don't know if that's a real thing that we can talk about for a whole episode, we'll but try. we're not going to roast like, you know, like a, an independent author who's trying to make a name out there, but like dead people, old people, people who are really racist, like people who are so famous uh, that our words could never hurt them. Sure. <laughs> we'll roast it. Uh, and that's, I guess, it for the first episode of Burn Before Reading. Is this real life? Uh, it's happening. It's really happening, and it's only going to get better from here, dear listeners. So we appreciate the listen, and... Yeah, I'm excited to start this journey. Yes. Oh, my God. It's um fucking bachelor cult talk. You're not allowed to say <laughs> process. You have to say this journey. Yeah, please join us on this journey. We can circle back. We can piggyback off of that. Um, I'm trying to think of any more cult talk. No, that's just corporate talk. it's all the same tomato tomato hell yeah that's it for burn before reading until next week remember your cringe is part of you but only a small part of you this podcast was created by me christina khan hosted and produced by christina khan and me leela hilton follow me online at christina khan and pre-order my book indie book publishing from start to finish coming from wildling press in january 2024 after you bought tina's book follow me online at Leels for real our theme music was produced by sakura wishes and our logo was designed by Michael Hardison. Follow Michael on Instagram at RoyGDiv or check out his work at wildlingpress.com. Thanks for listening, friends. See you next time. 